Organizations are using uh, generative AI to increase their development, but they're also using it to increase their customer satisfaction and customer enhancements. Hi, and welcome to Tech News This Week. I'm your host, Anton Gonsalves, Editor-at-Large for Tech Target Editorial. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella has said artificial intelligence is the defining technology of our time. As a result, Microsoft is rolling out AI in all its business software. Here to discuss the impact that Microsoft's AI strategy will have on tech buyers is Paul Nashwadi, analyst at TechTarget's Enterprise Strategy Group. Welcome, Paul. Thank you, Anton. Pleasure to be here. So, so you recently attended uh, Analyst Day at Microsoft's uh, annual Ignite uh, conference. Uh, describe Copilot and its critical role in the company's uh, AI strategy. Absolutely, thanks, Anton. So, you know, it, you know, I started the conversation in one of the recent blog posts that I said is imagine a world where AI is no longer a buzzword, but really is an integral part of our lives, right? And when we think about Copilot. Um, you know, Copilot, if you're not familiar with it, it's a, a generative AI assistant that helps, you know, the users create content and it helps them focus on, uh, you know, basically productivity. So when we talked in, in the event, when we looked and, and listened in on Brad Smith, uh, he's a Microsoft's vice chair and president, uh, he unveiled Copilot and, and discussed how uh, Microsoft is using it to kind of shape the productivity in the sessions of advancing the future with technology re responsibility. So it's a really a focused area. It's the latest enhancement to Microsoft 365, and it really helps demonstrate a goal in aiding businesses to help navigate into the, that next digital age, right, and what they're trying to do. What I like about Copilot, it is amazing for developers, right? It really helps developers accelerate their productivity. They can create documents faster, they can create code snippets faster, and they can create bug fixing faster. So those three things alone is very, very impressive that with Copilot. Yeah, so, so when Microsoft talks about, you know, AI being transformative, uh, does Copilot transform anything at this point? I mean, what, what's its potential there? Yeah, transformative and AI, uh, you know, I think when as a result of the analyst day in general, uh, AI was kind of produced, like uh, talked about throughout the entire uh, talk track throughout the entire day, right? Transformation of using AI not only was at the product level, but it was also at the voice of the customer level as well. So you saw it that um, organizations were starting to, uh, you know, realize the, the new value of in an era of AI. And they were using these real world experiences that companies, you know, that were, uh, you know, engaged like uh, with driving new opportunities like Providence, for example, Providence was a, a company that came in that they're a real estate a strategy and operations company. Uh, and then also Lumen came in as, as Lumen Technologies. They shared how they use their insights to transform and reshape their business. So that is really a focus area where Microsoft is helping. And what we see in our own enterprise strategy research, um, uh, we see that 38% of respondents in our recent Gen AI study talked about how uh, chatbot dialogue is a top CX use case for AI, and 33% indicated that customer analytics is an area of increased investment. So 
organizations are using uh, generative AI to increase their development, but they're also using it to increase their customer satisfaction and customer enhancements. Yeah. So when they so uh, with Providence and Lumen, you said was the other one. Uh, Correct. What are what are they doing? You know, what are they doing that's exceptional or something that our our listeners could learn from? Yeah, I mean, a couple of things that came up, uh, BJ Moore, CIO and Executive Vice President at, at Providence, uh, he basically was talk discussing about how they use uh, uh, the AI to help shift the productivity, help shift automation, and also help them with uh, creating a faster time to value for their customer satisfaction. So there was a lot about that chatbot and interaction in the CX perspective. That, again, that customer experience. Lumen did the same thing. Our Carl Wilson, Senior Director at, at um, of Services at Lumen Technologies, shared that AI is really reshaping their business because it's helping them with giving the customers a faster time to value as well. So again, it's a really about that CX experience and that that strategy that it's that's driving to those results. Okay, and by CX, we're talking about customer experience. Customer experience, and, yeah. And what and define that uh, uh, for the listeners because it's so broad, you know. Sure, sure, yeah. So customer experience, it's the interaction that the customer will have with the interact working with the organization. So uh, in the cases that we just talked about with with Providence and, and Lumen, um, AI was used to kind of enhance that in interaction with the clients that they their clients, but also streamline their operations, right? And it was really demonstrated as part of this uh, session that they really talked about that streamlining effect that really gave that better response time and faster time to value for clients. Yeah, no, a segment of the analyst day was dedicated to how digital native companies are changing business operations with, with AI. Uh, I mean, I've seen that that term come up a lot. I mean, what? So, uh, help our listeners understand what is that? What is a digital native company, and uh, what's special about them in terms of the use of AI? Yeah, that's a really great uh, question, Anton. So digital native is a digital first approach, right? Organizations that have a digital first approach. In the uh, analyst day at, at Microsoft Ignite, uh, the voice of the customer session that talked about how AI was helping two digital native companies achieve their goals. And the two companies was um, Alta ML um, and, and, and Nicole Jennison was, was the co-founder and co-CEO of that company. And uh, the other company was Commerce AI, and they talked about how they put a digital first approach for digital native companies to achieve their goals, to achieve the, the success. What we see in our research is we see that organizations are using um, AI and Gen AI uh, as a top investment. We see that 47% of respondents are using uh, Gen AI to enhance code uh, is, is a, it really kind of bubbles up to the top of the list for uh, use cases for application development. And that is because that code is helping those digital first or digital native companies achieve their goals. I see. So a, a digital native is a digital first company, which, I mean, aren't all companies digital first? I mean, nowadays, I mean, you know, a target, even old-time re old retailers would call themselves digital companies at this point. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'd be you'd be surprised. I mean, the way I talk about the cloud native modernization approach is a past, present, future, right? And when I think about past, present, future, there is organization. There are organizations that have a lot of their tech stack still in a heritage environment, and they're trying to modernize by move to the cloud. We were talking about transform transformation and transformative uh, approaches, and and you know at Microsoft Ignite at the analyst day, they focused on AI but as a focus of transformation and about moving towards that digital first approach. So you can modernize by taking your existing heritage system and encapsulate it into a system of record and then build new digital systems of engagement that kind of attach to the front end of that. And that's a really a, a, that, that modernize, modernization approach. And you know, it, I think when I think about uh, that uh, approach that organizations take, it really helps foster that innovation and really helps you, you leverage where you can use AI to play a pivotal role in the success of those transformational efforts. Mm -hmm. And most of those efforts at this uh, point in time is has to do with, I guess, what uh, what CIO advisors have told me, uh, low-hanging fruit, which is you go after any service that you can provide to a customer because you can get an immediate return on investment. I guess you can actually uh, use metrics to see uh, where the benefits are. Is that correct? Well, absolutely. We're data-driven organizations. I mean, most organizations are data-driven today, so metrics are important. And, and having a digital-first approach allows you to have a more streamlined way to measure the successes that you're trying to achieve. Uh, mm -hmm. Historically, it would be a little bit harder to measure some of those successes because you didn't have the real-time metrics that, that some systems that are in place today allow for. Yeah, I mean, a lot of companies have, uh, I mean, I've talked to some companies who have complained that they don't really they're having a difficult time seeing our, our um, registering uh, a return on investment for, for AI. They're not quite sure how they can get the money back. You know, CEOs want them, especially with CIOs, CEOs want CIOs to use um, digital AI. I mean, I'm sorry, a generative AI. But the CIOs step back and say, well, wait a minute. How am I going to de defend the money that's going to be spent, which is quite a bit? Yeah, it's a fair point. Um, you know, I think I would I would answer that in the context of, of an analogy. A lot of times I talk about this and, and from the developer's perspective, um, think about this as as you and I are, are working on projects and say where you have a screwdriver and then we're turning a screw and put it into the wall. OK, that's one way to do it. Right. Or we can pick up a drill and hit the finger on the on the trigger in the drill and screw that screw into the wall. It's much faster to do it with the drill, but yet you can still do it with a screwdriver, right? When when you look at generative AI and you look at AI overall, there's a number of challenges organizations are running into today, right? Some of the things that come up in our research are the importance of security, compliance, uh, seamless seamless user experience, and they all evolve part of that evolving world of AI. And in fact, what we see that 35% of respondents indicate that data security and protection is a top concern with using AI and using gen generative AI to help solve those problems. If you don't have uh, new modernized approaches to achieve the goals and the, the successes that you're looking for, um, you, your organization potentially may be left behind and you may lose that competitive advantage. So if somebody's using that drill and somebody's still using a, a you know a hand tool to screw in a screw, it's faster results you'll get with the drill, 
Um, but it's, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you're staying competitive by using the tools that are available to you. Right. Okay. You're both building a house, but if you're using a drill, you can probably build it a little faster. Uh, exactly. okay. You know, you know, some companies uh, developing AI products and services, you know, are concerned that tech giants like Microsoft, AWS, Google, and others, you know, could use their financial power, right? Uh, to control the direction of, of AI and enterprise IT and stifle innovation. Uh, you get that complaint a lot from, uh, from uh, startups. Uh, what's, your, or what's your opinion? It's a good question. Um, there's definitely industry, it's a good question. There's definitely industry movers that will um, shape how the uh, technology stacks are going to be used. Um, I think that AI and Gen AI for certain is in its infancy and in its early stages. Uh, I think that there's a lot more to be understood before organizations can fully execute and, and utilize the tech stack to drive to the, to the results they're looking for. I think, you know, if I, I wouldn't be in IT if I didn't say it depends, Anton, right? I mean, it depends is the, is the answer with any IT solution. But when you look at this in particular, this is different. This is a way that is accelerating uh, use cases and projects and development and everything in the car. So CICD pipeline. And then we touched on the things like security and compliance and regulations and sustainability and, and regulations. Everything that you think about is going to be moving much faster using an AI solution. So Again, there's a competitive landscape that you'd have to think about within your own organization, but then you also have to think about what tools are you going to use to keep yourself uh, you know, competitive out there. And if it is using a tool that the want to say the industry giants are suggesting, or if there's an emerging technology that maybe you might find within the startup world, either one of those tool sets may be appropriate for your business needs. Mm -hmm. And at this at this point though, uh, would you agree that uh, a company like Microsoft, where they release uh, this co-pilot technology, that CIOs in general are going to gravitate towards Microsoft, a company like Microsoft, immediately because it's a trusted vendor and it's um, it's uh, and I would assume they give they give tools that will allow them to deploy AI much faster than if they, were, if they went with a startup. Yeah, I think that there is definitely, um, a, you know, uh, vendors out there and Microsoft being one that would be considered, um, you know, to be a trusted advisor to a lot of organizations. And they have those, those uh, you know, those relationships in place. Certainly um, having, a, you know, uh, an industry giant like Microsoft, uh, you know, put out a tool stack or tech stack that's going to support the business needs and then incorporate that within their portfolio to make it more uh, streamlined within their portfolio. There's, there's something to be said about that. And it's attractive, right? It's attractive that it's rolled into not only the tech stack, but it's also rolled into the licensing. It's rolled into uh, everything else that's associated with uh, bringing on a new, a new technology into your, into your organization. So there's definitely um, advantages. Um, I, I also believe that if you look at some of the emerging technology that's out there, uh, Copilot is a, is a great tool. As I said before, the, all of the generative AI assistants that are out there are still in their infancy. They're still young. 
whether you're an industry giant or you're a startup, they're all still young. And, and, and because of that, there's a lot of opportunity for enhancements in V2, V3, V4 of generative AI that's going to make some real differentiation in the market. Yeah. When you talk about the technology being young, what is uh, what is missing at, at this at this point? What needs um, what needs to mature uh, within uh, uh, yeah within the, t the technology? Yeah. So these large learning models that are being created, uh, you know, they they're they're somewhat limited today, right? I mean, the the introduction of of um, you know creating a large learning model that's net new has to basically learn to be the right approach for what you're asking out of the system. Um, the other thing is, is to a, a, a bind in your existing data lakes into your, uh, into, uh, you know, uh, one of these systems is another proven approach because you actually tested out that data internally. So there's different ways of doing it, but I'll, I'll give you this analogy, Anton. What I, you know, when I, when I think about the developer and I ask about creating code, and I ask, uh, you know, one of these assistants, these Gen AI assistants, to create some code. The result that comes back is basically what you would expect from, uh, you know, uh, somebody that may be new to the field, maybe a junior intern, right? It's not exactly advanced code. So, and there still needs to be a human element to review whatever comes out of these tool stacks in order for it to be appropriately used. So you might get something that works, but is it optimal? Probably not. Is it the best? Probably not. But where these tools can improve is taking it from that, say, you know, intern level generated code to a senior developer level code. That's where these tool stacks can be improved. Well, on that note, Paul, uh, thank you very much for joining me in the podcast. It's been uh, it's been a good good discussion, and uh, you know I appreciate uh, your insight. Yeah, Anton, thank you for having us. And you know, Microsoft uh, Ignite, the Analyst Day, it really left me and and probably most of the other analysts that attended really inspired about you know the future growth of AI projects, and really it helps with like the insights to what's happening in the future. And you know, and what I also want to say, Anton, is a lot of what was discussed um, in in the in the sessions today or the, during the sessions was very much in alignment with Enterprise Strategy Group's research. And the research that we have is, is really starting to just you know, show that this is just the beginning of the growth. So we're really excited to see where this is going. Uh, that wraps up today's podcast. Uh, thank you for listening.